Welcome to Make Dance Fun, the podcast from Confetti on the Dance Floor that's all about adding fun, festiveness, and a little fancy to your dance studio. In each episode, we'll be sharing tips, tricks, and tools that have helped us run a successful business for almost three decades. I'm Becca Moore. And I'm Danny Rosenberg. Together, we own Rhythm Dance Center, where we are known for our fun and energetic atmosphere. In addition, we created Confetti on the Dance Floor to inspire dance teachers and studio owners through our fun products, creative ideas, engaging blog posts, and now this podcast. So let's get started and make dance fun. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 35 of the Make Dance Fun podcast. We are back after a short hiatus. I mean, y'all, we've just been busy. That That's it. Our weeks have been beyond full. And sometimes you just have to let something go. And so we took a little podcast break over the last couple of weeks. I am certain that you all can relate to the crazy. But we are back. And today we are sharing five fun things that are happening now that we are really excited about. But before we jump into all of those things, we are sharing another fabulous review. And this one is from Desi Mama Times Two. I think that's how it reads. And she says, I look forward to new episodes every Thursday. Each week I get new inspiration from Becca and Danny to keep my lesson plans and my studio culture fun. Thank you for all the tips, tricks, and motivation. I love adding that extra sparkle to my dancers week and y'all make it so fun to do. Thank you so, so much for this awesome review. We really, really appreciate it. If you DM us your mailing address, we will get some fun confetti prizes in the mail to you. Okay, so now on to our five fun things that are happening now that we are really excited about. So these things are going to be a combination of catching you guys up to what has been going on at the studio and in confetti land. And also, hopefully, it will be a little inspiration for you. So to expand a little on why we took our hiatus, we have had, I think, three guest artists in. We made it through Halloween. We had our big little Halloween party. We had our staff photo shoot where the whole staff dresses up. We successfully finished the biggest photo shoot for Confetti on the Dance Floor that we've probably ever done. We snuck in a trip to Disney World. We went to New York City to finish up our fabric shopping for our costumes. We planned our entire show. We had our recital retreat. And all of that was in addition to our regular day-to-day studio crazy. Anyways, we are back and we are here to share some detail on a few things happening that we're really excited about. Yeah. So the first thing we want to talk about is our Rhythm Toy Barn, which sounds funny. We do not have a barn. We don't have animals or anything at the studio. Although it does really look like a barn, kind of. <laughs> it does look It does look like a barn. It's very woodsy. So yeah, so in our last episode, we talked briefly about the week of Halloween and how we were considering an outdoor space to decorate. And I think we told you we built this structure. It's like a little mini amphitheater stage. And when I say amphitheater, I mean, like a deck with a little teeny roof over it. Yeah, that yeah, I was gonna say it's not it's absolutely not an amphitheater, but it is bigger than we thought it was going to be. Yes. So we created it. We had it built like a year ago, and then it sat empty and we did nothing with it. So we finally made something of it. So we made it all happen. And it's super, super cute. We called it the Rhythm Toy Barn. And we're going to keep that name all season because that makes perfect sense. And with our show, and then next year, we will modify that with whatever our theme is. So we went as far as having the entire thing painted 
pink, blue, and red and a little bit of yellow to match our show logo. Um, we were a little worried about um, someone from the county maybe thinking it looked crazy in our neighborhood, but so far, so good. I think the most colorful parts are facing away from the street. So that's good. But it's super, super cute. I, I We were a little nervous, but it turned out so cute. It makes perfect sense for rhythm. So for Halloween specifically, we hung a few Toy Story themed ghosts um, up in our toy barn. We set up a few spooky-ish toys and created a fun photo op for everyone. Um, the weather was great in Atlanta that week, so we took our staff photos, like Becca said, um, but we did them outside in our rhythm toy barn. And of course, lots of kids were taking photos and posting them all week. Um, this is something that I've, I know we talk about all the time, but we went to Hobby Lobby and got those big letters. Uh, usually we do the cardboard board ones, but we did more of like, I guess they're wood. Are they wood? Are they like particle board? They're wood. Yeah. No, they're, I think they're really big wood. wood letters and we spray painted them. Um, rhythm toy barn. There's different colors um, to match the theme. And we hung those, we, we nailed them to the back of the toy barn. So it's going to be hanging permanent all year long. And the fun little random fact, but we spray painted them on our picnic benches that are sitting out there by the toy barn. So now there's like permanent stencil looks that say Rhythm Toy Barn on our picnic benches, which is really cute. Of course. It's actually to... on the actual picnic table. It's not even on the benches. It's on the top of the table. Well, that's what I meant on the top. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be there until we decide to completely paint over it. So, but random, but fun. We had nowhere else to spray paint. So we were like, let's decorate the picnic benches or the tables. So that was a lot of fun. So now our goal for this week or early next week, is to transform the toy barn, Rhythm Toy Barn, into a winter wonderland. So as soon as we get back from Thanksgiving break, it will be ready to go for everyone to take photos. Do you guys have a fun and creative space for your dancers to take photos? Does it coordinate with your theme for the year? If you have a theme for your year, if not, maybe consider setting, setting up an area, whether it's inside your studio or outside, for your families to get excited about taking photos and posting photos at your studio. So the next thing we're going to talk about is Disney. We snuck in a quick 36-hour trip to Disney World a few weeks ago, and this was the ultimate inspo for our show. Obviously, we are doing Toy Story, or we're, our, our theme is based on Toy Story. And it was super last minute, but we were brainstorming for the show, and we had been coming across so many photos of Toy Story Land, and we actually had had a teacher that had went to Disney in the fall and she was just, and this was even before we, before we even announced our theme. But when the, the teacher came back, it was actually Miss Jenny, our preschool teacher. She was like, Oh my gosh, toy story land. Like the colors were incredible. It was so vibrant. And we were looking at the photos of toy, of toy story land. And you, you really just can't get more real inspiration from going to Disney. I mean, Disney is, as you know, crazy and magical and the most full out of full out. I was going to say we're full out, but Disney is like the epitome of full yes. out. And so obviously we're in Atlanta. The flight from here to Orlando is very affordable and it's less than an hour flight. So it was really a no brainer. We have a mom that's a Disney planner. So we called her and she put together some suggestions on how we could like make it work. Cause we literally had a day and a half. That was it. Um, and she helped us get our hotel and our tickets and we made it happen. And we obviously love Disney and we've had many shows over the past few years that are based on Disney movies, but neither of us have been to Disney world in like 15 years, maybe longer than that. 
I, so it was, yeah, it was crazy. definitely inspiration overload for us. And the vibrant detail of Toy Story Land was really mind blowing to me. There was just so much inspo. And so we now have even more great ideas for decor and colors and details. And you just can't find a better way to get inspired if you're planning to do a Disney theme. So this was really a way for us to go all in to get inspired. And we're so happy we were able to make that happen. We loved it all. So if you want to up your inspiration and creativity, look into doing something super extra that will help elevate your planning. We have, we've always really done this. Like we've gone to Broadway shows that are our theme, like the year we did Aladdin, the year we did um, Wonka. What other show? Have we done other Broadway shows, Danny, that we've gotten inspiration from? Beauty and the Beast. Um, There's there's a lot. And then also, if there's a movie like the year we did Rhythm Upon a Dream, that was the year that the Maleficent uh, second Maleficent movie was coming out. So we all went together with our staff. So that's just like a fun extra thing to do. If you have, if there's something like that you can do on your own or with your staff to get some more inspiration, we highly recommend it. If the opportunity presents itself, take it. So now we just have to rein in all of our ideas. I mean, Toy Story already, since there's four movies, there's so much content and our brains are bursting with ideas, but we have to edit it. But anyway, we got to go to Disney (laughs) and it was really, really awesome. And we absolutely loved everything about it. Yeah, it was really, it was a quick, very quick and fun little trip. Um, the third thing we want to talk about is our twirl program, update, our revamp, our update that we've done. Um, as most of you know, we have recently finished up our twirl revamp and we could not be more excited about how it turned out. Like it's so, it's so cute and so great. And there's so much valuable information. I will add that it definitely, like we thought we were going to finish with our twirl update over the summer, but it was as we got into it, we just added so much more and everything just kind of took longer. And then also with all the delays in general in the world right now, like our printing took longer. So it just took us longer to get it all out into the world, (laughs) but it's out. And I I feel like that, that is like a big, huge win for us and a big, huge celebratory thing, which we didn't really celebrate it, but we should (laughs) celebrate it because we all worked (laughs) so hard on getting it done. Anyway, back to that. Yes. So Once we did put all the finishing touches on it, we realized, along with our own preschool staff at Rhythm, just how fun and awesome all of the updates really are. So I want to share just a few of my favorite updates with you. We've talked about these briefly, but now that it's done and it's out there and our teachers are using it, it's there's so much fun. So first and hands down is the teacher guide overall. Um, We like to call this the gold part of the program. Of course, the twirl books themselves are awesome and they're magical and creative, um, all of those awesome things. But the teacher guide is where you find all the details, the activities, the music, the crafts, so much more bonus activities to bring the twirl books to life. And I think the pink teacher guide in the original version was maybe two to three pages long total for all of 10 activities. And the updated version is at least eight pages. Like we've added so much more detail for you to carry over into your classes. It's crazy. 
So that teacher guide, we worked hard on it, and it's really, really awesome. Um, the second is the cutest addition, of course, is Diego, our adorable dancing boy that we've added to our twirl friends. Um, we wanted to make sure that all the boys taking a twirl class felt that they were part of all of fun, and now they can see a version of themselves when they open up their twirl books. So we've also added a few suggestions on how some of the activities activities can be altered to cater to your boys that maybe – you have the boys that would rather not be a fairy or a princess. And if you have those that do, that's awesome too. Um, but it just gives another another take on the boys in your preschool twirl classes and what you can do for them. I think also one thing we talked about when we were doing that is that like you may have a, a girl, a little girl in your class that may not be into wanting to be the princess Absolutely. or whatever. So I think that we just wanted to give you a little more variety And you can make it work for you and what works best in your studio. I mean, we have a ton of classes at Rhythm that just, they're all girls. And so, and they all want to be princesses and fairies and that's perfect. But then, you know, we may have some that they want to be the, you know, I don't know, the scary dinosaur or the shark during Mermaid (laughs) Week or whatever. I think we just want to inspire imagination in all kids, whatever that means to them. So that's kind of what we did when we were like working through that. And the third is the new stickers for each lesson. We replaced the find it fun area on each lesson page with a place for each dancer to earn a sticker for completing that lesson. And it's a sticker specific to that lesson. So when you order your twirl packs, you also receive sheets of super cute stickers that coordinate with each lesson and you get plenty of them for each dancer for each lesson. Um, So it's just another fun way to recognize the dancer's hard work in class. And as you know, all tiny dancers love stickers. And then also they get when they get to take their books home at the end of the season, they can show their moms and dads and siblings all of the activities that they've learned and the stickers that they earned along the way. I just wanted to add one more thing um, that is also a, a, one of the favorite things of mine that we added in was that we gave you some new photos and social images, which we, oh, we yes. which we didn't do in our previous one. So We have, I think you get three just general marketing photos that you can use to market that you're a twirl studio. And then we also gave you um, a couple of social images that you can use. And you can honestly use those interchangeably. You can use the social images for marketing photos in like a, you know, in like a newsletter or in uh, email. And then vice versa, you can use some of the marketing images on social media if you want. So that way you have... Um, great photos with our logo already on them for you that you can use. So that's another new thing that's in the new program. Yes. So if you're not a twirl studio or you don't know much about our twirl preschool program, consider taking a few minutes to check out all the details on our website. Um, we also talk about twirl and all of its updates in episode 24 of the podcast. So check that out when you have a chance. It's so fun and really does add a fresh approach to your preschool classes. Okay, the next thing we're going to talk about is our photo shoot that we just recently did. So we held a two-day photo shoot for Confetti on the dance floor, and we typically batch many things we do for Confetti. So in early September, we usually meet with Shelly, and we come up with a plan for the season, like what we want to do for blog posts and activities and ideas. And then from there, we narrowed it down to what we needed to actually shoot, and we booked our photographer uh, and we are we tried to knock out about six months of photo content, which is 
very ambitious, but a, a we lot. Did and I don't know if we have actually mentioned this here on the podcast yet, but Danny and I actually hired a new assistant at the beginning of the season. Her name is Ellie and she is awesome. Her title is creative executive assistant and project manager. So basically what this means is she has a lot of different jobs she does every day and it can be anything from organizing to crafting to helping with photos to helping with any project that we have going on at Rhythm. So she was hired right after we did this creative planning with Shelly, and we got her started right away on prepping for the shoot. Another thing to mention is this was our first photo shoot that we held in our new space, Rhythm Annex. And so you know that we moved while we don't have our really awesome garage door that we love so much for photo shoots at our previous space, Rhythm C Space, we do have a ton more room. And so we were able to set up vignettes, all over the studio and it made it so much more time efficient as we weren't breaking down and changing sets all day during the shoot. So we really, really enjoyed having the extra space. It gave us a lot more options and was a- we were able to get through a lot more content because we didn't have to do just keep resetting up spaces. We do usually for our photo shoots, we do usually plan ahead, but honestly, we mostly just do like one or two days of prep before the shoot. And then we do like one shoot day. And so we did have our regular two days of prep leading up to the two day photo shoot. We also had Ellie and we had her start organizing and creating about eight weeks prior to the shoot. This is something that Danny and I would have really not been able to do without her. Um, Some people on our staff probably could have helped us, but it was really, really great to have Ellie to kind of start working on this. And this wasn't her only job, but it did make us way more organized with the shoot than we usually are. So if you want to elevate your next photo shoot, consider planning ahead. And some of you are probably that kind of person anyway. Danny and I are just (laughs) always like make it happen really fast kind of people. But so what does this mean? So here are the few things that we did to make this photo shoot more successful. Um, The first thing was we met to brainstorm about what each theme was and what the need was for our shoot. We, the second thing we created inspirational Pinterest mood boards for each theme and shoot. And you've heard us talk about this, but we do this for everything, but this really kind of helps us kind of like narrow down what kind of decor we want, what colors we want, what props we want. The next thing we did was we booked our models. We actually created a shared album on our iPhone And we had some of our teachers suggest dancers that they think would work for our shoot. We like to to choose dancers that take direction really well. They're naturally fun and outgoing. They're naturally having a smile on their face because like when you're shooting preschoolers, like you need kids that are (laughs) naturally just kind of that way because we never have a lot of time and they don't also, they don't know Danny and I. So they're like, who are these crazy ladies trying to get us to (laughs) jump around in confetti. But anyway, we had to book a lot of kids for this shoot because it was a really big one. So once we chose them, we asked for their availability and their sizes through a Google form. Once that was all set, uh, we had Ellie email them the liability release and get that all set up. We use a standard liability release that we just found online. Um, The next thing we did was we started creating crafts ahead of time. We did a Hobby Lobby run way earlier than usual. And we got Ellie started on creating a lot of the props and sets that we needed for our shoot. And she was working on that a lot, leading, not a lot, but like a couple hours each day. As we got closer to it, she was working on a lot more. We also organized the wardrobe and we decided which models were wearing what. We actually did that just a couple of days before 
Day yes. before. We yeah. also had Ellie print out photos of each dancer and put them on a board. So that could kind of help us make sure that we had what we what we needed for each shoot. And we knew what the dancers were looking looking like and what their sizes were. We created our photo shoot schedule, like how we were going to actually shoot it. And we booked all of our help that we needed for the shoot because we always have to have some help, obviously, to do hair and makeup and get them dressed and just running around like crazy people, honestly. And then the two days right before we were all in, we were super busy. We created all the final things. We set up all the backdrops. We did all the clothes and got everything organized. It was insanity. Truly, it was. But it was really awesome. And we got so many great shots. And now we are really set for the next probably six months or more for our bigger content needs. Now we're going to have to do some other photo shoots here and there, but we were able to get a lot done. And as you know, we use these photos that we do for years. So when you do a really successful photo shoot, like you could use the, these photos for the next five, six, even longer. I love going back and finding photos from our old shoots um, that meet our needs. So it's definitely worth the work to do this. So to sum it all up, if you want to make your photo shoots better, we suggest doing some extra prep work and getting it all done a few weeks before if you can. We are always busy. So many times we just do it right before, but having Ellie to help us really helped us get focused in on specifics ahead of time. And overall, it all really elevated our shoot. Yeah, it was it was great. It was exhausting. <laughs> it was but it exhausting. Was really, really great. <laughs> it was great. Um, and the fifth and final thing we're going to talk about that's been going on right now is our recital retreat. Um, you know, we've talked about this a lot. Um, so our, uh, like I said, our most recent event that took place was the retreat and it was actually this, just this past weekend. And we were so incredibly productive, which is awesome. Um, that was also one of the main reasons for our brief hiatus as we've been in show planning mode and prep mode for the past couple of weeks and then leading up to the actual recital retreat. Um, and I don't want to share too much with you as we will be giving you all the details in an upcoming episode. But a big takeaway take for us is that all of our costumes, every single costume has been selected and the ordering is taking place in the next couple of weeks. And this is super early for us. We don't usually order everything until end of December, early January. Um, but with all the shipping concerns and crazy going on right now, we just wanted to make sure that it was taken care of as early as possible to hopefully alleviate some stress later on in the season. But like I said, more details are coming soon on the super fun and crazy productive weekend that we um, that we just had this past weekend and that we do each and every season to help plan our show. Yeah, and I'll just do a little plug for our recital planning course that we have, Your Fun Big Show. If you want to know all the things, we launched that course this fall. And it's really awesome. And so check that out if you want to really like dive in on letting us help you plan a really creative and inspiring event for your studio, your fun big show. You can get that as a download available now in our confetti shop. So we hope you found something in this all over the place episode <laughs> to inspire or motivate <laughs> you. And if nothing else, you know what's been going on in our in our rhythm and confetti land. Um, but we're glad to be back on the podcast. And we also want to mention that we have some confetti gift guides coming out later this week. And we also have a great Thanksgiving week sale that's going to launch soon. And it's going to go through Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So keep your eyes open and your emails 
for that announcement coming later this week. Thank you all so, so much for listening. If you're loving the podcast, we would love for you to consider giving us a five-star rating on iTunes and leave us a review. We select one review each week on the podcast and send out a super fun confetti prize in the mail. We hope you all have a fabulous week and we will be back next week with another episode to help you make dance fun at your studio. Bye. Bye.